Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn, and I'm on the product design team at Ballard. And I'm Karen Mooney, and I head up branding at Ballard. We're your hosts. Hi. Yeah. I had so many I had to actually write them down. I usually am like, what did happen? Well. You only get to do one of these. Yes, I'm only going to do one. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> did I tell you about my bats? The, my cool bats I hung up for Halloween? Like your butterflies? Yes. And they're little stickers you put on the back of these little vinyl bats that kind of go up. They're sort of three-dimensional. Yes. Mm-hmm. Looked fantastic. I did it with black bats for Halloween. It was fantastic. Well, I took them down. Uh-oh, did it take the wall, the paint off the wall? Yeah. Oh. They, they were 3M stickers, so they really worked. Like, the bats stayed up great. <laughs> when I took them down, it ripped the paint off. Oh, no. And it was like... Is it the, the sticker that came with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So, I did put that in my Amazon review. I was like, loved them, looked fantastic, stuck great, but stuck so great, I cannot get them off. No. And the whatever paint is on the ceiling, where they, I kind of done them up in oh. my wall and onto the ceiling, whatever paint is on my ceiling, the stickers won't come off at all. They would come off, but oh. and then whatever paint is on my actual walls was ripping the paint off. So whatever the chemical differences in those two paints, too, made a difference. So I couldn't get them off my ceiling. So there's these little gray stickers. The bats came off, again, but not the stickers. The sticker. And then the paint's missing on all my gray walls. It's just like white little dots. Uh. So I asked David if we had any of that extra paint. He's like, no, we don't have that. So it'd have to be a new batch. Who knows if it would match, blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking and thinking. And then I text Karen. I'm like, I got it. So I text Karen the other day. And I was like, where'd you, where'd you get your white butterflies? Guess what? I have a white butterfly display in my corner where the black bats were. <laughs> so, so you just covered up your dots. So smart. Yes. So now we have an art installation in the corner. <laughs> um, looks great. The butterfly, white butterflies are gorgeous. I bet they look cool. I, it looks very um, romantic. So we went from a very scary, beautiful black bat That's to butterflies. That's actually a really fun idea for like a child's room, especially if you did it high up. Like a little kid might want to mm-hmm. grab them and pull them off. But if you did it on the ceiling and just sort mm-hmm. of to the top of the wall a little bit, that'd be so So that's pretty. what mine are a little bit on the ceiling because they have to be and a little up the wall. Um, huh. So that was my fix. And I was very proud. So I think that might be a trial and a triumph together. That sort of sort of stinks, though. Mine I had outside, um, and it did pull a little bit of paint off. I, you know, I had a whole pack as, like, what, 20? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe two or three little spots. So you can't take the white butterflies down is the point. That's I don't believe, but I put them in the exact same spots, literally, as the black bats. But my black bats were, it was a pack of 100. Oh. So it looked really cool. So I had to buy a few packs of butterflies. Yeah, they're not expensive. What, no, like 10, no, it wasn't. Ten bucks a pack. They were or like something? I think they were six dollars or oh, okay. something for a pack of twenty-four. So no, it was a very cheap art installation. But I did put up an art installation instead of. I mean, probably cheaper than me buying the can. I think band. that's a great solution. And it looks cool. I thought it looked cooler like than it? a Why patch. Just just I thought it looked cooler than a re- than painting to repaint patch. Repaint your whole room. 
she doesn't have the paint. It adds texture. I thought it looked kind of cool. Well, you can look at, you can see it oh, and I tell have, me. I'm, I'm not saying that it doesn't look awesome. I'm sure it does. I just, I don't know. I, I mean, at some, like at some point, either you're going to have to. She's going to rip her house down. I don't have to do anything. Oh, that's true. You're they awesome. can stay. And, or next Halloween, guess what? Rip the butterflies down, replace and put up black bats again. And you know and exactly where they go. They just have spots now. I think it looks kind of cool. I was excited to do something kind of weirdo in that corner versus just painting and being normal. So, yeah. that, but that's me. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm. It's very smart. You could do snowflakes. <laughs> Easter Guys, bunnies. I really was trying to think of like, is there something cool even fabric wise? I could like, I was really trying to like creatively think of something. It's funny though that yours is like you just buy paint and patch it. Where I'm like, what can I do to make this cooler? I don't know. I guess I would just like knowing that it was always going to be hanging over my head that I would have to fix it at some point would just no I saw this as a permanent I literally was like white butterflies in this corner love it okay well isn't that funny that you think you're like this is a patch and I'm like no it's done I'll show you a photo yeah anyway those are mine I'll show you a photo or bring up a photo while you guys okay give us yours Karen, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. So since I've renovated my basement, I took away basically all of my storage. You do have a fantastic basement, but you do have no storage. Right. I have Mm -hmm. one. I mean, I think for the most part, semi-large storage room, but it really needs to be Be highly maintained and organized. Um, And so now that it's in the holiday season, I have a lot of it occupied with holiday Mm -hmm. bins, Christmas bins. And so I decided that I was going to be ruthless um, when I unpacked my bins this year mm-hmm. and got rid of things that I don't love because mm-hmm. often I'll just ignore the things I don't love, leave them in the put bins, them back in the pack box. them back mm-hmm. up, put them away. Right. So I was really proud. My family and I, as we were decorating our tree, like we had a box of, okay, don't love that ornament. So we would put the ornaments in a box and all that. And we got rid of a bunch. And so at the end, what'd you do with them? Did you take them to like Salvation Army? Uh huh. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because, you know, Y'all might, as as young mothers, you might think this is bad, but you get a lot of those babies for Christmas, and they're not mm-hmm. very cute. Yeah. You know? Um, you hung them up for a few years, and then you're like, mm-hmm. plus baby's not going to care when he's older. Well, uh, some of them have, like, photo frames, and it's still, like, the original baby that came in it from the store. Oh, like, no. Like, never put a baby oh, no. picture you in didn't, it. Oh, no. Yeah, that really has to go. <laughs> like, we have, both Will and I have our, some of our... Baby's first Christmas ornaments, mm-hmm. but we kept like the good ones, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. And then like the lovely ones or the super sentimental ones, right? I have all the th- awful things that my children have made over the years. I think that's super charming and cute, and it makes me happy. Even yeah. our angel is a paper plate angel. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's if so it brings ugly, you joy, <laughs> but I love see it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was that one made me good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my good. triumph. Sometimes you just accumulate. Yes. You know, and you get gifted Christmas things, and I don't know. Or you're, I yeah. don't know. Although I do think mm-hmm. that ornaments are the best Christmas gift. Why do you say that? Because sometimes I think, like, you get things that maybe are not something that you necessarily, like, I, I don't know. I guess in this time where I'm trying to, like, limit the amount of stuff that I have. And your home. I mm-hmm. really, like, it's sweet of people to give you a gift. But a lot of times I'm like, you don't need to get me anything just, like. Let's see each other or whatever. But you like a the Christmas size of ornament, it really. And you only pull it out once a year. Well, I think a Christmas ornament, you can never really have too many ornaments, right? I mean, <laughs> maybe once you get 
old like me? Why are you gesturing well, at me? Well, like once <laughs> you, you like, get to the prime age of Karen, <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like once you have like kids ornaments and stuff mm. over the years and you grow like you get a bunch. But I think right now we like always break a few every year. Like I don't know. I just yeah. think ornaments are something I always need. You know what I mean? And you can never really have too many, and it's fun to have a big mix. And you know who has a lot of really good ornaments? Ballard Designs. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I just do. I just bought one. I mean, it's a great you need gift. We sell my, great ones. Like my, my girlfriend's doing an exchange every year, and it's fun doing an ornament exchange. John and ever, I feel they like all my mom. Like, they all said they were going down to Ballard, which was funny to me. They were like, "Yeah, I'm going to hit Ballard." I was like, "Well, which one are you getting? Because I don't want to get the same one if we're doing an exchange." True. <laughs> But, uh, you know, people always will, or like I have friend, like my mother-in-law or my mom will always say, like, get me something I can use up that I can, like a candle or a, you know, bottle of wine or something that's not, that you use and is sweet, but then you, it doesn't it's take up permanent space. Mm-hmm. But I feel like an ornament is kind of that way. You know what I mean? It's, yes. Especially you if you break it, them every and then you year, put Caroline. It, yeah. <laughs> if you chuck it at the floor. Her house. <laughs> but anyways. Yes. It's a great gift. What now I've your... got to return what I got or get an ornament. <laughs> That she will check at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we host our Christmas party, because we don't give gifts to any of our friends. All we do is we have our party and, like, that's your we gift. feed and we, we, like, have a bunch of food and we have a bunch of cocktails. But, like, I'm not going to, like, go get mm-hmm. a gift for everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think What's your cocktail this gift. year? It's the same every year. It's our milk punch. It's our, yeah. it's our signature. Put that recipe out there. Yes. Um, put it out for everyone. It's holiday time. Mm-hmm. We actually have a milk punch recipe on our blog. We do. It's Is it Williams. the same? No. You know, Will's in charge of making the milk punch. So, so she doesn't know. I don't oh. actually know what the recipe is. But I, he wings it. It's not like a mm. – he just throws it all in the thing. Heavy, you know? heavy hand of one mm-hmm. thing. Well, I like it. it's – I mean, it's pretty simple. It's whole milk, bourbon, and simple syrup. And that's pretty much it. And a little vanilla. So it's – you kind of can – Sounds so good. Like – you can't Do go wrong. wrong. Yeah. It's good. It's um, it's better than it sounds, to be honest, y'all. It's it, real good. It's good. It's like, um, it's kind of like a bourbon white Russian, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just easier to drink, I think, than eggnog. Mm-hmm. Anyways. um, Was that, what was your triumph? Triumph what? was the giving it away. What was the trial then? Well, y'all, I don't know what this is, but I'll tell you what I did this year for the first time ever. I paid someone to put the lights on my tree. Oh. And a life-changing experience life-changing experience tell me about it where did you find them you found it fully worth it fully 110 percent worth it no i ask the gentleman who works here at ballard who is our visual merchandiser for our retail stores oh that's smart and he was like sure i'll do it so um 14 strings of lights later what my tree looks fabulous and i'm so happy so 14 strands of lights yes looks fabulous yes and they're 200 light strands Dang. Y'all, it's beautiful. And I didn't have to do it. And so there was no anxiety. I wasn't mad. You know, I mean, it's it a lot done. of work. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So as, now that I'm old, I can do these things. <laughs> I love it. I'm finding more That's and more. Amazing. Okay, if it doesn't bring like... you joy to do. Mm-hmm. And I can see the outsource. Yeah. And it, the light thing is the whole reason behind me wanting a fake tree. I am very much pro fake tree. Will refuses and won't even entertain the idea. But I'm like, okay, the fact that we can just, t- like, we, fl- I mean, you have to fluff it, I guess, mm-hmm. but it's pre lit. That's amazing. Anyways, mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yep. 14 strands. I feel like I need to buy more. I only had like four strands. I had to, well, I had eight for true. him, and then I went and bought four more, and then he went and bought two more. 
because I left him there to do it and he needed to. I was like, this has got to be plenty. Okay. No. I it's true though. Later, if you but... see one that has like a lot of light. Mm. My mom, she every year we put them on her tree and I swear she's like, one more strand. And I'm like, mom, I'm done. Now here's a question. I would be interested to ask him this, but does he do like it all over and then keeps going back and forth? No, he winds it up and down every branch. What? So he starts at the bottom and then goes up? Yes. Wow. In and out. So you take it, wrap the branch out, wrap the branch in, go to the next branch, wrap the branch out, wrap the branch in. That's how you get it glowing from the inside. Wow. I'm showing in pictures. Did you ever did you do it that way yourself? Yes, that's okay. how I used to do it back when I had energy. So it's not that he just did it. I go better up, down, job up, than down. You. It was just that he did it at all. Well, okay. over the last several years, I've gotten so irritated about doing it that I stopped and doing it that way, you know, just threw the lights on or didn't, you know. Chucked him at the tree. But, it, you know, it was yeah. an unpleasant experience because it didn't, wasn't as pretty as I wanted it to be, but I didn't have the patience to make it as pretty as I wanted it to be. So then the whole holiday season, I'm staring at it mad at myself. Why didn't I spend the time? Yeah. Um. So... That's okay. okay. Solution. All right. I'm going to have to try that method next time because I'm not really happy with my lights this year. Mm. You didn't Again. flock it? I just, no. Because um, of the way that it falls, mm -hmm. I just felt like I needed to get it, like, it up as soon as quick as Do you possible. mean the dates? Yeah. Okay. Like because I Thanksgiving you meant was the so. Tree branches. You feel rushed. No, I'm sorry. The because Thanksgiving is very Thanksgiving late. Thanksgiving was so late. I feel the same way. There's only three weekends. Well, yeah. It's like it has to be done now, or it's, we're not doing it right. Like that's how yeah. it feels. Mm -hmm. And with the flocking, you kind of need like a good 48 hours after you get it before you can put it up. Because got you gotta it. wet it, then you have to do it. You yeah. have to let it dry. And, a lot of work. Yeah. So I just was like, you know what? We need to get the tree up today. Yeah. So yeah. Um. All right, what's your trial triumph? So, well, my trial is okay. It is a wonderful, um, like something that I'm very grateful for and that we looked for in our new house was I wanted to have a little bit more like our old neighborhood, all the houses are really close together, and I loved the community of that, but I just felt like I wanted more solitude. I wanted like more quiet, more space. And one of the wonderful things about our house is that we have a really big lot and we have lots of beautiful trees. And so it really creates this gorgeous setting and it just feels very peaceful, right? And it's very quiet. Cue us. Well, and then I told you all about my last triumph, which was the gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous fall show, mm -hmm. all of the leaves and stuff. We go um, we leave town for Thanksgiving. We come home in like the three days we are gone. Every leaf in our entire neighborhood fell. Mm -hmm. Y'all, the leaf, the amount of leaves in our yard mm -hmm. is just it's like eight inches hard deep. to fathom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like no in some areas so to our knees. It's just, yeah. So we haven't even raked them fully. We had some people over on Saturday after Thanksgiving and Will just did basically our driveway and like the paved areas um and within 30 minutes of him blowing all of the leaves it was almost completely covered again mm -hmm. I, I think i'm gonna have to hire someone to come do it because i don't even know if i'm capable of getting them all mm -hmm. yeah i mean we're gonna have we also need that to get a like a an extension cord that's like three times as long as we already have <laughs> Just to reach your we can't even get log. to the end of the driveway mm -hmm. um but i mean i knew oh, obviously plugs in yeah, we have to plug it in and and like this even had 
I mean, we have a plug on the exterior, but it still doesn't get all the way to the... Yeah. Or get a cordless one. Yeah. True. Sorry. But I feel like those aren't as powerful as the ones that... They're not, but the great thing about a cordless one, um, they are powerful. They just don't last as long. Uh -huh. But Joe wanted one, I think, last year or the year before, and I got him one for Christmas. Um just to quickly do the deck or the front steps or whatever. You can just pull it out of the laundry closet and do it. Yeah. It's not as big of a production. So that might be something to think about for your little front patio. That's true. When we do mm -hmm. that. That's a good point. Good yeah. Um, anyway, Merry but, Christmas, But will. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, we knew that the leaf would be an issue, but even not we were like, much. wow. I mean, I knew this was going to be a thing, but like, wow, that is nuts. I'm glad you can't make them into a craft. Yeah. <laughs> if you think of one, I have, I have that, but pine straw, so. Yeah. Ah, yes. Um, so anyhow, it was, it was good, but it was also like a lot. Um, and we haven't even conquered it yet. So my other, my triumph is also leaf related. And it is that I got a, some magnolia leaf garland and wreaths for my Christmas decoration. Cause you know, we host a Christmas party. So I kind of like from Ballard. No, no, they're live. Oh, live. We sell yeah, yeah. live too. Don't we? Not anymore. We used to. We used to. That's a shame. Yeah. I have our old school garland, though, with the magnolia leaves mixed in. I mm. still have it. The fake stuff looks so good. Yeah. I've been taking yeah. um, magnolia leaves from my neighbor's yard. Yeah, we, we did a little of that, too. Uh -huh. to, so what I've and, – and I, so I have, like, four wreaths, like, one in our living room, one in our dining room, one in our kitchen, one in our door. And then I got, like, 25 feet of – garland mm -hmm. to put over the mirror in our entryway and our mantle mm -hmm. um and it just i love those colors that i was telling y'all earlier i love that ochre color mm -hmm. and it works the really back well of the leaf is yes. sort of brownie mm -hmm. yeah it is beautiful anyways those I colors just, are so pretty together it just makes me so happy and i'm really excited about it yeah, that's a great try happy holidays but one thing Ooh. i was doing is i don't know we've Let's see, Jeannie Molster, who was on the show, we did talk about greenery, and she was saying she didn't feel like it had to match. But, but it sort of was bothering me that I had the two reeds next near my tree, like within the same eyesight. So I'm testing. I can't decide if I like it or not. I need to add more. But I went into this – I found this magnolia tree that's like – it's not a neighbor. It's a third – it's like on a – anyways, never mind. Um there's a tree but in I, your neighborhood that you trimmed leaves yes, off. Yes, yes. <laughs> there you go. But it didn't belong in someone's yard, so I felt less guilty about cutting a ton of leaves off it. And I've stuck all the leaves in the tree. So I'm trying to figure out if I like it or if I hate it. I can't mm. quite decide yet. Oh, but to bring the wreath into the tree. Yeah. Interesting. You felt like it helped it coordinate. Yes. And because, Taryn, I wonder if you have this problem too, because I have a little child. She's very curious about the ornaments. So we put all of the soft and shatterproof on the bottom. All the nice ones on top, but I felt like the leaves, and I also added ribbon, a la Jeannie Molster, mm -hmm. and those are wonderful if you have kids because they cannot be broken. So just a little tip for anyone that has. I thought a about the ribbon kids. after all the ornaments got up. No ribbon. Yeah. It, oh well. It was a little trial, trial and error, and I think next time I did a two-inch ribbon, I should do like a three or four-inch. I think it would look a better. wider ribbon. But mm, um, good to know. I was wondering about that myself. It's hard to find. The four inch, I think I had trouble with that. I felt like there was more variety in the two inch, but anywho, so thanks for next year. But I felt like those were good tips for anyone that has small kids because you can't break ribbon and you can't break leaves. <laughs> True. They're <laughs> <laughs> good tips. Okay, let's get to our guest.
she is a designer here in Philly on the main line. And you also do a lot of work in Bluffton, South Carolina, where you have a second home. I do do a lot of work in Bluffton, South Carolina, and And in Georgia and Savannah. Oh. How did you find Bluffton? In Dalfusky Island off of Hilton Head. Yeah. Um, We went to stay at Palmetto Bluff Uh um, a a long time ago before it got, like, to be big. And um, we fell in love with it. It was just, you know, a little in back then. And we uh, came home, and three weeks later, we we bought a lot. <laughs> wow. We went back, awesome. and we bought a lot. And I feel like I, I, that's the kind of thing everyone talks about doing, and then they go home and, like, wise up. No, you know what? It's so <laughs> – it's – it is the classic. If you talk to most of the people that lived there or live there, that's their story. Like, so it's a long driveway and, um, like, five miles and just these Spanish moss and all the oaks. And Wow. By, before we got even into the resort part, I looked at my husband and I said, we're moving here. And he was like, no, oh. we're not. <laughs> and then three weeks later, he was on the one on the airline's booking flight tickets and so we went down we bought a lot with the proviso that okay we'll just buy the lot and someday we'll build a house here three months later he broke ground we had the architect and we were going and that's where um our first little baby cottage oh how long ago was that that was um, about six years ago. Oh, wow. I love that story. That's yeah. So cool. now you're doing, you are, you have clients down there. So you're working in Savannah and stuff. So how did that spring yeah. from um, flyers? The, the, she put the, flyers the, on a post. The little, <laughs> that might actually be helpful these days. It'd be out of the Instagram and right. social yeah. media box. But um, people saw this little cottage. It's super tiny. That's was our, where we lived the whole, while we were building the other structures, we phased the construction, and um, so you they built- loved the cottage. Like mm. the cottage has gone insane. Southern Living Magazine is selling it as like one of their house plans. It's That's like this cool. whole insane thing with this little cottage. So I designed this cottage. It got photographed, and um, it it went nuts. And so people found me that way, and then we built the uh, a carriage house and. Then we built, we were getting ready to move and we, people said, you have to build the main house. You can't just sell like two little dependent structures. Right. So we built the main house and um, then we moved. So you sold that. So we sold that and now we live at Spring Island and we're like ripping that house apart now. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. So you're busy. It's busy. It's busy. And then I have these really fun projects on Delfusky, which is kind of a fun ferry ride and um, some other stuff over there. So are you still doing a lot of work up here? This is where my core business is. Okay. So that is oh, interesting. Yeah. This is where my core business is. Eventually, someday, I'd like to work more down there. But right now, this is my mm-hmm. this is my place. Right. right. So. And little known fact, you were a divorce lawyer before you became a designer. I was. Tell us about that. I was a divorce lawyer. <laughs> yeah, how did you get into this career? So I went to college at Villanova. I decided I wanted to get involved in design. So I went to um, a junior college at the same time as I was going to my four-year college, um, a local college. It's called Harkham. Uh-huh. It might be called Harkham College now. So I went there for design. But it was my parents saying, you have to graduate from, like, the four-year school. So (laughs) 
I graduated from Villanova and from the two-year school. And Wait, you did them simultaneously? My, yes. Why? And How? Because I'm insane. And <laughs> my dad's a lawyer, and I got the whole speech, designers don't make any money, you should go mm -hmm. to law school. Mm -hmm. I went to law school. I cried every day, got out of law school. Took the bar. Practiced divorce law for 10 years because <sighs> it was the least lawyerly kind of law. Uh -huh. It's more like pe talking to people and counseling people, which is basically what I do now. Right. Yeah, um, it's just another form. Yeah, it's just another form. And uh, then I got a divorce and I was done. No more. Once I had my divorce, mm. I couldn't listen to that anymore. Right. right. Yeah. So I said, I've got to do something else. Yeah. And now I have no money, no job, two kids, no husband, and I better figure it out. So wow. that's how that started. And it was you're fun. a fighter. What else is there to be? Yeah, that's yeah. true. And you're a you hard know? worker. What's your, yeah. what's your option? Right. So how how long after that did you actually kick? Like Your get a business, business going, yeah. yeah. Like like instantly, ASAP. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got bills coming in the mail and stuff. So ASAP, yeah. So had you always been decorating your house on your own? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was always doing that or reading about it and helping my friends. The usual story mm -hmm. how people fall into design. Mm -hmm. I was doing that already. Um, there's a realtor downtown who's a developer, so I was helping him with some condos on Rittenhouse Square. Um, part-time and so I did that for a little bit in the beginning too and while I was trying to get my own clients and mm -hmm. when you you just have to try really hard yeah yeah, and yeah. so and how would you describe that. your style uh, style is just clean lines minimal no muss no fuss really nice materials but not too many of them mm -hmm. and just very simple, I think. There's, you look there's a not little a lot organic. Of, there's not a lot of color. It's more texture and natural. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, I love color, but I can't live around color all the time. Uh, so I just like to keep it simple. Uh -huh. It's very simple. Yeah. The I magazines don't love me because I don't use a lot of color. Yeah. <laughs> they like color. Yeah. Well, I feel like people like less color in general so i think um or certain people i should say people like color to some degree yeah but i think they might be a little bit scared of it so they yeah. always want like a pillow or something right uh but my style is more spare you do use a lot of texture and it seems like right. especially maybe maybe this is more in your um in your south carolina spaces you have a lot of woven pieces, and I think that gives it a very organic kind of sculptural feel. To me, that makes it more interesting than just painting a wall, you know, blue. Right, or, right. Um, yeah, how do you keep it from blue going boring? I mean, the neutral things let you change things around a lot, too. So you right. can bring in colors and vases and art. Um, lots of times in South Carolina, it's so pretty outside. I don't want color inside. Right. Because... Uh, uh -huh what you see out the window is so gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So right. I try to not do that. Um, Makes that's sense. just me. Yeah. Nothing wrong yeah. with color. That's just how I You're roll. Stunned. I'm not naturally drawn to that. 
Are you the people you're designing for down in Bluffton or in South Carolina um, or Georgia? Um, are they Northerners or are they Southerners? They're mostly Northerners. Mm-hmm. The Southern folks tend to like the Southern designers, and the Northern folks tend to like the temperament of the Northern designers. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> That's um, funny. Right. And how? what are the differences in what they want in their first home and in their second home? I think the second homes are a lot more willing to take risk mm-hmm. and have more fun. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of times my clients, the, the age bracket is their kids have grown and they, they're they either they have grandkids now or they're thinking grandkids are coming, but there's no little kids in the house mm-hmm. for the most part. Right. Some, some are, but most of my clients are past that. So they are willing to take more risk with lighter fabrics, neutral fabrics, things that they think would get dirty, which mm-hmm. they don't get dirty anymore anyway because of all the technology right. advances in the fabrics. But um, they're willing to have a little bit more more fun. Um, they pick more modern furniture, mm-hmm. which is surprising. Yeah. Um, even the northern clients whose kids are grown pick more modern furniture. They want to get rid of some of their classic pieces. So are um, you challenged then with integrating that, that together or do they leave the classic up home um, and then No, I actually like to integrate some of it so everything doesn't look brand new. Mm-hmm. Right. Um some of it could really be left at home. <laughs> so I try to say that nicely. Most times they listen, sometimes they don't. We can only do do so much. Yeah, sure. Um, but I like to integrate some of their special pieces, mm-hmm. and then it does look more collected, and it's not so boring. Yeah. Right. You. It seems like you, and maybe this is just based off your portfolio, but it seems as though you work a lot with developers and builders from the beginning. I do. So how does that change the way you're designing the room and decorating? Well, I love that. Um, most of my projects are either super large renovations and remodels or they're like ground up new builds, like 4,500 square feet plus. So the whole team assembles from the beginning. It's much easier to get everybody on the same page, budget-wise, timeline-wise, style-wise. I love working with the men. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I love working around the men. They quick decision makers. Women are really good decision makers too, but sometimes they're asking friends and that's a general statement. I shouldn't even make it. So just take that out. <laughs> nah, it's um, okay. We're but girls. I we really know. do like um, the bricks and sticks and the construction mm-hmm. more than the pillows and the, the, the trims and the accessory mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. I like right. to build the permanent structure mm-hmm. and keep, build it well. Mm-hmm. So I am lucky I get to do that. So yeah. I pick the flooring, the millwork, the doors, the hardware, mm-hmm. everything. The granite, the tile, the kitchen cabinets, the lighting, everything that stays with the house. And then I'm less interested in the sofas and the lamps. And yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's part of my job and I do it and I, I like to do it, but I don't like it as much as leaving an impression. Uh-huh. Right, right. Why do you think that is? I don't know. It's Let's get twisted psychological. <laughs> it's a psychological weird thing. Um, I don't know. It just I like 
to leave something. Yeah. yeah. Are you planning those floor plans in advance when you're building these places so that it's a, you know what I mean? So the room works for we, furniture we will, arrangement? like redline the architect's plans mm-hmm. to make sure that everything kind of works the way the family wants to flow through the house. Uh-huh. Right. So if there's things that need to change, then we change it. And that's another reason why it's really good to get in at the very beginning. Right. Um, the architect looks at things differently than I look at them and I look at things differently than the builder looks at them and we all look at things differently than the client looks at them. So to me, it's a whole collaboration and the more eyes on the drawings, mm-hmm. the better off it's going to be at the end. Right. Yeah. What are some um, kind of risks <laughs> you've taken recently with this in these homes you've been building? Oh boy. <laughs> <sighs> Well, in our in my own house in Palmetto Bluff that we sold, we did um, it was upside down, so the living spaces were on the second floor because uh-huh. we had a really good view, mostly visible, more visible from the second floor. So, did we know that not a lot of people want an upside down house? Yes. Did the realtor tell us don't build an upside down house? Yes. Did we build an upside down house? Yes. <laughs> and, it was amazing. So, did you have trouble selling it? Yes. Uh, oh, really? Um, I didn't think you were going to say that. It sold to someone who really wanted an upside down house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really appreciated it. So, nobody with pets, nobody with bad knees, nobody with kids, mm-hmm. um, you know, all kinds of limitations. We just needed the right buyer. And then it all, they, they bought the whole thing, all the furniture, everything. So, it wow. was great. But, it didn't sell as fast. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was a risk. Right. And we we took it and I would do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, we built, you know, floating stairs and just things that I wouldn't normally do or encourage in a client's house unless the client was 100% gung-ho uh-huh. with that. Um, that's probably the biggest risk lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big it's one. It's a pretty good one. That was yeah. a good one. The yeah. upside down yeah. house with no elevator in a built in a community where most people are retiring. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So when when you did that, when you walk in the front door, what do you hit first? When you walk in the front door, you literally hit these floating stairs that are that take amazing. you upstairs. Mm-hmm. And then there's a hallway that leads to bedrooms of some sort. Or hardly any hallways because it's a two. It was a, a twenty four hundred <clears throat> square foot house. Yeah, so it's, so mm, no wasted space. Yeah. Okay. That's the other thing I'm like a neurotic about wasted space. That's so, good. Um, <laughs> where there's lots of hallways or door swings, I'm always changing that to how do we get the most usable space mm-hmm. and let's take these hallways out. So that house had one hallway in the whole house. Uh-huh. Wow. That's cool. But you're working on 4,500 square foot and up homes. What are they doing in all that space? That's a I lot of room. I honestly have no idea why, what they're doing in this right. space. <laughs> Too big. Uh, the, the one woman I just interviewed and interviewed me was building a 6,500 square foot house. She lives alone and I asked her what she was going to do with it and she said she didn't know. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I interesting know. because people were so enamored and in love with your tiny cottage. I right? know. And then people continue to build these really big houses. I don't get it. I don't know if it's a peer pressure thing or the bigger the better or I, I don't I don't understand it. Some uh-huh. people entertain a lot. Some of these people have lots of money and they have work 
clients come over, mm. they have big families. I guess if your family's big enough and you got lots of friends and you entertain <laughs> for work a lot, and a lot of these clients do, right. then they need the space. Right, right. Um, where we might not all want a big, giant, formal dining room, they actually do because they'll use it. Um, mm-hmm. So it just depends. But there are a lot of people who I've met who live in big houses and some of the rooms are unfurnished and they have been for years. And they look at me and they say, we never go in these rooms. So we don't care if we furnish them or not. It's like, why do we even buy this house? Yeah. Then? Right. Downsides. How does how does um, your project and your client work here in Philly differ from your work there in terms of style or... Just, you know, even what they're using at size and all that. It doesn't really differ that much. Oh, okay. It doesn't really differ that much from here to there. It's me. It's still me. It's my thought process. It's my aesthetic. Um, the colors might be a little bit different. Some of the materials are a little bit different. Um, right. Down there, there's more texture and rattan and wicker. Up here, I wouldn't do that other than in like a sunroom or something like that or incorporate a piece here and there. But the um, the layouts and the concepts are always the same from, right. from house to house. Uh-huh. Um, down there, I focus a little bit more on indoor-outdoor living. Of course, yeah. Um, here, not as much. Right. I love the way that your rooms are styled. You do a really good job with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have a good balance. Do you not style them? You're giving me a funny I've look. I've styled all of the ones you've seen, but I really don't like to style. Interesting. At oh. all. So like I said, I like to do build the house and don't ask me to go to the store and get some Carl and plop it down on a book because <laughs> I want to poke my eyes out. That's okay. Uh, so well, I, was, I do you, style do you know them, but I've recently hired a wonderful woman to help me with my styling. Oh. Well, I was going to say that I like that they're nicely edited. There are thoughtful mm-hmm. accessories, but it's not over-accessorized and it's not... Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that's not, not liking clutter. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's really what drives yes. that. Um, you know, there's lots of designers that are really good at styling. I, I'm not good at it. So but I try to do it in a minimal way because it's just not my thing. Maybe you're designing your rooms... To not need accessories. Right. They're so well Therefore, designed. you don't need accessories to... I kind of do do that. Like, I like to do a lot of built-ins and really pretty hardware and other pretty pieces in the room that make it so that I don't have to go and pick out all these accessories See, later. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that so it. lazy? No, but that's awesome. I, I think just feel smart. like some things can just stand on their own. And yeah. I'd rather go and get an amazing piece of art to put on the wall right. than, you know, load up on all kinds of accessories. Uh-huh. Do you have any accessories in your own home? I hardly have any. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what about family photos? Do you have family photos? Hardly any. It's, it's bad. No, um, I like On my nightstand in my bedroom, I have like two photos. In my office, I have two or three photos. Yeah. And, and in my living room <laughs> slash family room, I have no photos. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I have like photo albums. I'm 54, so you guys have things in your phones. I have like photo albums, (laughs) (laughs) books with pictures in them. What? Uh, What's a photo album? um, Just kidding. You know, I have that, but I don't display that. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Um, mm-hmm. That's just me. There's nothing wrong with it. No, Karen loves it. No, I don't like family photos. I don't have family so photos either. And I don't like myself in pictures. So whenever there's a picture with me in it, I definitely don't want to photo. <laughs> I definitely want to show that. I mean, no. We were talking sometimes. Oh my gosh, no. If I had your arms, I'd be yeah, taking you, photos all the time. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, they just look, get so good. Uh, can, you asked me to send a picture. Like yes, a headshot. we do need one. Sorry. I sent it. I sent them you to did. you yesterday, yes, you did. one That's by right. one, painfully. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. Because <laughs> um, I'm like, I don't know how to send a file of these. I'm just going to send them to her. It's yeah. fine. So I sent a picture, and um, it's an old picture. It's almost like my prom picture, but you're going to have to use it. <laughs> um, Are you in a prom pose? <laughs> no, it's, it's not in a prom pose, but it's a little, it's a few years old. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't use a lot of family photos and when people ask me about it I try to tell them to put them in places that are a little more discreet Mm -hmm. instead of as a decor I don't like when people use it as a decorating object right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know there's so many other ways to decorate besides pictures of your kids true or pets yeah I just think it's it's it is funny because there's so many schools of thought and I remember I actually remember one in particular, Karen, you were talking about how you throw away all the bad photos. Yes. And the des- <laughs> who was it? I think it was Amy Vermillion was like, wait, you throw away the photos if, if other people look bad? <laughs> and you're like, no, the ones where it's like blurry or, you know, you have five shots of blowing out a cake and three of them are. Well, that's Marie Kondo. Yeah. She's like, go through your box of photos. And yeah, you've got. 35 from a birthday party, pick the five best from that birthday party and throw the rest away. Well, that's the thing. I try to tell people to edit them. You don't need a hundred at a time. Just put three or four out and right. rotate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need yeah, to have them sense. all out all over the place. And I, well, I've said this before. I know what my kids look like. I'm good. Right. I'm good too. <laughs> I'm good. I don't need to, I don't need that. I don't need to be but reminded. I, I do like a pretty photo <laughs> album. And now it's so easy to just upload them and have them printed in a pretty, just yeah. Simple, you know, book. Yeah, and you can then do that. They match. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's just magic technology. It's, it's magic technology. Right. Yeah. I'm like getting that plastic sleeve, and I'm just shoving oh, my pictures. Yeah, and that is one less step. It is one yeah. less step. Are you taking photos on your phone and printing them out? No, okay. they're all in my phone. I never print them. Okay. I don't even know what to do with them now that they're in my phone. Right. Yeah. It's a black hole. It's well, like something I just have to ask my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it for mommy. It's a black hole. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Oh yeah, it's funny. I have, but I think that's nice. Then you have, then you can just stack. I have a couple printed photo albums, and I'll stack them just with all my other coffee. And do they bucks. all match? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I mean they should. That'd David be great. Yes. He has a whole but, like they're all matching, and they say just in very small letters. Like, see, that's so like, nice. It's all typed. That's yeah. nice and organized. Agreed. Yeah. 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 That appeals to, to your editing. It appeals yeah. to my you'd minimalism. Let, you'd be okay with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you'd have to commit to the company. That, you do have to commit to yes, that company. That's going to produce your books. Otherwise, everything's going to start going out of order. Yes. Yeah. And be different colors. Yeah. Or not exactly the same that size. Will, oh, no, good. that's not going to work for me. And like on a built-in <laughs> or whatever, you know, a couple books, a couple photos on there. That's all yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Just let's not go crazy with that. And I do love at the end of a vacation to do one for the vacation and send it to anyone who is with you. That's cute. You know, if you do it with a couple couples. Yeah. That's fun and sweet. That is fun. I'm thoughtful like that. Did you, you know? I, I can tell, kind of. <laughs> yeah, Not except really. they're all photos of Karen <laughs> all now. They're me. Here was me on the beach. Oh, I cropped you out. Here's me at dinner. Cropped you out. She's thoughtful that way. Yeah. She's so thoughtful. You picked only the ones where you mm-hmm. look good. Yes. And then everyone else yeah. has their eyes closed. Of course. <laughs> 
They don't matter. Oh, no. my gosh. Well, that was a detour. Sorry. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> we go thinking. off on that. <laughs> We're talking about editing. But I do think you're a good editor. Thank you. And that is really hard. Do you have any tips for people? It is hard. It's hard to to know which things to leave in and which things to take out. Right. It is. Do you have any tips? Yeah. What should we do? Start with nothing. Uh, Start with nothing and then put some pieces in. Check it out. See if you like it. If you like it, leave it there. Add a few more. If it doesn't work, it's just pulling things in, taking things out. That's yeah. all. There's no there's no magic to it. Right. Just trial and error, right? Trial and error. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many items should I have on my mantle? How big's your mantle, sister? Not that <laughs> big. It's like a bungalow, you know? It's not huge. I brick. would probably do like three. Two on one side of whatever your big thing is up there, mm-hmm. whether it's a art. mirror or art, and one on the other. Okay. All right. I have a big I have a big iron antler. <laughs> That's okay. It's, I like it. Your your mantle's nice. I have good. a little mm-hmm. clock that's this like folk art tramp art clock. Yeah, cool. And then a big wreath that I've gotten so many complaints about on Instagram. And Why? then What's some the candlesticks. They just tell me how ugly it is and how the room doesn't have any style. <gasps> it's okay. Nice. What I love that though. Nice. What I love, I love that. Yeah, it's okay. And you know, when you do anything I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I want to go find you. What kind of wreath is it? Right it's this beautiful preserved um, wreath <gasps> Shut from up, over the- TJ Maxx that I got for $99. Wait, is it this one or the really ornate marble? Yes. That is freaking gorgeous. Isn't that pretty? It is so fabulous. Hold on. It's like really oversized. It's huge. It's huge. Hold on, wait. But the room is big and the ceilings are high. Uh-huh. That it's, is a It's over suite. the carved marble mantle. Yeah. And there's probably a clock on the right oh. and then a couple of what? candlesticks. That is That is not ugly, so right? So yummy. Now Who I have call to get that up and ugly. Look at it. It's good. I like it. Yeah, but I like how you have like a two, you have two you have like two things on one side and then you have the clock on the other for balance. See, I recommend I only See? recommend what I do. Right? I so you, you said how many? I said three. three. It is it's very juju head esque. I know. In you know? lieu of the juju head. Right. It's got all texture. Yeah. But it's like natural. It's, all colors. it's yeah. not like it's a silk. No, I love it. Like Flower. You can find wreath. that at terrain. I found that it was $450 at Home Goods and I stalked it for like two weeks and then I got it for $99. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's pretty. You get a lot of look for $99. Mm, bucks. That's right. For that. Yeah. That's fabulous. I love it. Thank you. Gosh, that's so Correct me up with people on Instagram. We'll be oh, this one woman like, just wrote, this is the ugliest kitchen you've ever done. <gasps> okay. Wow. I said, oh, well, you, tell me why you think so. And then she, she never didn't responded. answer. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She trolled off. I just left it there. Well, her kitchen, I'm sure, is gorgeous. I bet hers is much better than that. Stellar. <laughs> much better. Actually, that was me. I wrote it. You oh, should see my- there's one of my risks. I, I just did a um, blue kitchen cabinets. What Ooh. color blue? What color? Top and bottom? Yes. It's like a, a, a slate gray blue. It's pretty dark. Ooh. What hardware? So, uh, the hardware is a little bit of a mess right now. There's, okay. But it's going to be like a, a charcoal gray hardware. This is pretty Great. cool. And is what's- it in St. David's? Yeah, that's so like again, that's that my condo. I used it as a little lab oh. to try something different. Mm-hmm. So fun. And so I, I'm like, I'm going to get blue cabinets. I've never had blue cabinets. I've never had walnut floating shelves. I've never had this fun floor before. 
It's fun. That's cement tile floor. Fun. So that's a, you got a little shiplap on your oven hood. So yes, with a absolutely. dark cabinet like that, do you have any um, appliances that you can see? I guess just maybe your range. We can see it's a it's going to be a it's like a inexpensive condo uh-huh. that we're going to rent out. I think or uh-huh. flip it so we can see the stainless steel range, stainless mm-hmm. steel counter depth French door fridge, and uh, the dishwasher is paneled. Okay, the cabinet. What color you are you going to do the counters? They are um, white. Oh. They're white with some kind of taupe and gray veining in them. Very cool. They're gorgeous. And then we just ran. I don't know if that picture shows, but we just finished the stacked subway tile. Are they marble? No, this one doesn't have that, but. Who? I'm sorry. The countertop? They are not. They're quartz. Okay. I'm like, you're going to run it out with Wait, marble it's countertops? Quartz. Okay, yeah. I have one more question. So there's a window also in this kitchen, just mm-hmm. one Pit, like smaller window over the over sink. the sink. Okay, yes, ma'am. Um, are because you're a minimalist. Would are you going to do any kind of window uh, treatment? Window yes. treatment? No, but I got this super cool um, flush ceiling fixture that's going to be in lieu of. Because if you'll notice, I didn't want to spend for recessed lights in there, yeah. so we did um, a center ceiling fixture, and then the focal point over the sink is going to be this cool, um, very cool flush mounted fixture. Cool. Oh, neat. I was going to say, speaking to the stainless steel, I just painted my cabinets dark. Mm -hmm. Similar tone, I think, to what you're doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a gray-green. Nice. And it's interesting because it's also a similar tone to your stainless color. You know, it's kind of a mid-tone, mid-to-dark tone. Value. And so I think, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, Mm -hmm. you're right. It's a similar value to the stainless steel. And I think it makes the stainless, it doesn't jump out at you as uh-huh. much as it would. It, it mutes it down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't notice the stainless as much and I don't really like stainless, but I did, wasn't spending on like paneling refrigerators in, in a rental unit. Right. Um, so we, we did it and it really just kind of does, it goes away. Yeah. Yeah. It goes away. It, it, it looks good. I think, um, yeah. because our fridge is it really jumped out at you when it was white. Mm-hmm. But now that it's green, it, it all kind of flows better. Well, I so. stayed in an Airbnb recently that was fabulous. And when I really started kind of nosing around it, trying to figure out, okay, why is this so cute? Well, it was all white and navy. Mm-hmm. And they had done white appliances. When's the last time you even saw a white appliance? But it was all white and cabinetry. And Right, so it had a white range, a white refrigerator, which you don't even see anymore. Right. And it, I was like, that's so smart. And they're super inexpensive. Yeah, you got the um, cheap stuff, and it's great. The thing people don't realize is you have to get all the whites from the same vendor. Oh. Because the whites are different across the lines. Oh. I'm so getting my nerd on right now. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> if you say you want white cabinets, if that white cabinet doesn't uh. match your white appliances, you have a big mess. So you have to. So you have to really match like your appliance. Key everything up. Makes Got sense. it. Yeah. So same vendor. Take that swatch. Go to the cabinet place. Yeah. Got it. Or that order. Or right. yes. Get, okay. go, get your cabinet choices and then go Smart. to the appliance place because you could end up with a. Yeah. Not so white. Uh-huh. Mismatched oh, white. If it's like a cream and white. Yeah. And was it's it crazy a, how many whites? Was yeah, it like true. a new? White or was it a you're like '90s white or was it just a? It's new. It was new. Okay. Uh huh. Cool. Because yeah. now I think they have those ones that are more. Um, it almost seems like glass with white versus just 
You know what I'm talking about? There's like sh- shiny? Yeah, it's like a shiny. It almost looks like a glass door, but it's it's white. GE Cafe has Maybe that's what um, it is. really good white appliances that look cool. Like yeah. they're more upscale. Yeah. And they let you mix and match the handles. You can pick whatever metal you want. Ooh. It's a cool um, it's a cool fun line. Yeah. Again, I this is what I do. I love kitchens hey, and baths. Hey, nerd out on us. We like I'm it. I'm like obsessed with kitchens and baths. What sort of thing, you know, you mentioned the color blue. What other sort of things are you leaning more towards that you aren't seeing as often and you're taking, you're trying out? Well, I'm seeing it, but I've been scared to do it. I just uh, <laughs> lacquered our ceiling in South Carolina mm. with a blue-gray, like a really sky, like a soft blue-gray. How's um, that? You like it's it? It's amazing, but I was super scared to do it. She's it just a really ceiling? Good. Yeah. What's on the walls? White wood. Okay. And what room? It's our foyer. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's going to be cool. <laughs> um, what else am I doing? I don't know. Ask me another question. Okay. <laughs> Taryn, you're up. Um, is there any tile you've been using more often? Like anything that's trending or... Like, I know I've seen a lot of graphic tile, too, coming into play, but is that not... I do not follow the trends. Mm -hmm. I just do whatever I think is good. So Mm -hmm. some trends are good, some trends are bad. Personally, I think that graphic tile is really ugly, Mm -hmm. and it's super trendy. Mm -hmm. Do I think it looks cool installed? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Would I encourage someone to install it? No. What about I this? think it's going to be dated super soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about this fabulous tile you have in a kitchen that's like medallions and there's some white floating shelves over it? It's in Palmetto Bluff. Oh, that's my that's kitchen graphic tile? in Palmetto Bluff. That is terracotta, hand-painted, Walker's Anger tile. Oh, and that made the cover just recently of Beautiful Kitchens and Baths magazine. It's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit. It was super cool. Do you mm-hmm. only have the one range? It's little. It's not little if you don't like to cook. Ah, <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, I think it's like a 30-inch range. It it's might normal be 36. Okay. It's normal. I think just in that span, it looks little because it's... Yeah, but no, it's gorgeous. To the right and left of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cute. Well, sometimes I wonder, do we really need like a 60-inch range? I mean, what are you... Well, unless you're cooking a most, lot for a lot of right. people. Well, that's my question. It's the same thing as yeah. the house. Do you really need like a 5,500-square-foot house? Right. No. So if you're... If you have a lot of people living in it, sure. If you're cooking for a lot of people, yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I just know think it would be thyself. great if you didn't cook, you could build a house with no kitchen. Think mm-hmm. of all the money you would save. Save. Just True. Uber eats it. I mean, like amazingly. <laughs> that's your, that's your minimalist to a new level. Well, yeah. You can it's just spend the money on Uber Eats. You don't just bathe. Just a burner and a coffee maker. <laughs> and a toaster. A oven. fridge. You need a fridge. A, a little fridge. Yeah. You could have the little drawers. Yeah. One by your bedside. One out in the living I love room. Those drawers. Right? You don't even need a room for it. Those drawers are great. Coffee maker would be in my bedroom. Yep. What do y'all think about the fridges that have a glass front? Yeah. Oh. Are you kidding? You have to style your fridge every day? This the, my ketchup bottle is not cute enough to look at. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> it is Heinz, but that's not good enough. I love how they look. But yeah. no. <laughs> I know. When I see those pictures of, like, people who have styled the inside of their fridge, I'm like, 
Right. I Who's have, got time for that? Just kill me. A stylist. <laughs> like, take my eggs out of the carton and put them in yeah, a bowl. No. Uh-uh. No. no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. It's not I'm happening. lucky if I have fresh eggs. I don't right. need the, yeah. I'll no, have no, leftovers. No styling Too much leftovers inside, inside the fridge. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> That's the last, yeah. I do love them. And I love how they look when they're styled. Yeah. yeah. But who's styling their fridge? I want to know if there's someone with a lot of time I, on their hands. I, I want to know that person because oh. that's really be a OCD people. Study. So I have a guy friend who doesn't really eat. And he doesn't cook. He like Uber eats everything. Mm-hmm. But if you open his fridge, it's like <laughs> perfectly lined up rows of like protein, Soda, shakes, um, water bottles. Like a store. Yeah, like a store basically. And so oh. he probably could have one because it's so like meticulously. Wait until he gets kids. I cannot wait. Yeah. <laughs> they ruin everything. If you go into his bathroom, all of his... Every sort of product is like perfectly aligned. You might not get any kids. The- <laughs> yeah. yeah, good point. Oh my goodness, so weird. He does sure. that. I can- That's crazy. It's like sleeping with the enemy. It's yes. happening at his house. Ooh, yes. yeah. I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> okay. All right, so. Let's do a dilemma, guys. Let's do a dilemma. Will you help us? What, what do you want me to do? Solve this decorating <laughs> this, problem. I'll, I'll try the decorating problem with yes. no dimensions. Yes. 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 Right, mm-hmm. I'm going to read from it Tara. first. So this is from Tara. Um, it says, hi, ladies. I love your podcast, and it has given me lots of great inspiration while remodeling my home recently. I'm struggling with furniture placement in the living room. It is a long rectangle with lots going on. I have a walk-around fireplace separating entryway from the living room on one long side with walkways on both sides of the fireplace. On the other long wall, I have two sliders leading to a sunroom. On one short end of the room, I have a solid wall with vaulted ceilings, and the other short end is open to the kitchen with a walkway to the dining room. I'm struggling because the walkways from the entry to the sunroom cut the space into thirds with the fireplace floating in the middle of the room. I was thinking about putting a comfy couch for reading and entertaining against the one full wall, and I also have comfy chairs for reading or playing cards around the fireplace. Then put bar stools at the kitchen counter. What do you think? And then she asked, what would you suggest for a rug shape and placement? And then suggestions on decorating for the fireplace. It's huge. What on earth do I put on it? Suggestions for decorating a wall with vaulted ceilings. Do I hang all the way up or do I cut it off at some height? Would bookshelves on this wall look weird because they don't follow the contour of the ceiling? I need to buy the couch for this room. Suggestions on brand styles that are comfortable. We want a piece that will last for a long time. More info on us. <laughs> she keeps going. Is the house is on three fourth acre lot in, in Florida, and we have two small girls. And this space will be heavily used by everyone, but no toy storage is needed, as sunroom will be for the kids. I've touched photos and floor plan to help make sense of the space. We are set to move in to the home next week. Sorry for all the boxes and folding tables in the photos. Thanks for your help. All right, Tara. Well, all right, there you go. So she's struggling with furniture placement in this room that has a fireplace kind of floating on one Mm. wall, and you enter the room on either side of that fireplace. And it's a stone, big stone 
warm colored right. fireplace with a wood, big thick wood mantle. Mm-hmm. That's right. A very floating. heavy wood mantle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she has the wood beams in the ceiling of the um, angled ceiling in her living space to kind mm-hmm. of complement that. Okay. So, <laughs> you've drawn a floor this. plan. I love it. This is what I do. So I read through her questions. Um, we don't have dimensions, so I'm just making assumptions that the room is big enough to do what we're talking about. Okay. Okay. Um, first of all, she's got two kids, three years and 18 months. She's got a wood ceiling. She's got tile floors, lots of hard surfaces, um, no window treatments, and it's going to be super noisy in there. So Hmm. the first thing I would recommend, and she did talk about it, was a rug shape and rug placement. Um, The tile is gray, at least in the pictures, and it looks super cold. Mm -hmm. Um, I would cover that up with as much of a rug as I could. Um, Ballard has some really good natural fiber rugs. You probably need two of those to cover the space. Um, you could do indoor outdoor version of that. So if kids spill anything, it won't be ruined. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It could be layered with a prettier rug on top if mm-hmm. she wants to incorporate some color. That is the first thing I would do. And I would try to cover a lot of the tile just because of the noise. It's hard to walk on, it's hard to stand on if anybody falls down. Um, and it'll warm up the space. Mm-hmm. The window treatments I mentioned because the room looks into what she is calling a soon-to-be playroom, which makes me believe it's not going to be especially attractive in there. Tidy. It won't be tidy. Right. Mm-hmm. So the draperies um, that I'm recommending on a pole would screen some of that playroom, sunroom, and also add another layer of sound absorption, and make the room feel warmer yet again. Yes. Um, so you'd put it on both idea. sets of sliding doors. I would put it, mm-hmm. uh, a rod and panels over both sets mm-hmm. of sliding doors. And would you do two separate rods? Yes. And how high would you hang them? Because she has beams above there, too. I would hang them fairly high, but not right under the beams. Somewhere maybe like halfway between the, the top of the door casing and the bottom part of the beam. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. The ceiling is high, and... Again, if we want it to feel less massive, we could hang some pendant lights down and either divide that space into two areas with two pendant lights or do one big pendant light in front of the fireplace just to bring the ceiling down to a more human level. You mm-hmm. did something really fabulous in one of your projects. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but... If you don't say, which <laughs> one? I mean, well, you did many, many fabulous things. But in you have a you have a space kind of like this, and you've hung four different pendants and a ceiling fan in a vaulted... Are they different pendant? pendants? No, it's the same pendant. Oh, yeah. For like a grid of four. Mm-hmm. You would think... Maybe to you do a recess, but the pendant, because the ceiling is so high, the pendant helps bring that, like what you're saying. Yeah. So we can um, maybe include this photo sure. and send it to Tara so she can she can see Good what you're idea. talking yeah, about. Yeah, it helps with the, uh, take with the, the ceiling down, and it also takes away from all the recessed lights that I don't, I'm not a fan of recessed lights. Mm-hmm. I right. guess you can tell that by now. Uh, <laughs> but that 
helps a lot. Yeah. I think it's it looks a nice, fabulous. It's in a nice photo. look. It's really hard to install and get them all even and in the right place. But if you can make it happen, it's a really nice sort of look. Okay. Um, she mentioned about the bar stools. Um, I know I'm jumping around a little bit. No, you're good. Okay. Any order. We can tuck them under that bar. I will make a note um, sidebar to her. There's a range right in that counter in the pictures. So if she's got kids, she may not necessarily want them sitting at a bar stool with a range under their nose. Yeah. Um, I yeah, can go with or without the bar stools. If mm-hmm. she does do the bar stools, um, I would get ones without backs that just kind of slide under and hide mm-hmm. away and i think you guys have some of those saddle style yes, yeah. we do. bar stools if i if i remember they're kind of warm too which would be nice with yeah the, i think there's a leather the seat beams and the, yeah a leather seat would be nice it would wear wear well and and all of that um she didn't mention if this was a living room or a family room so i'm not sure how formal she mm-hmm. wants it to be that's something that we would want to know to better answer the question um, painting the beams may or may not be something she wants to do. Some people like the wood beams. Some people like them painted. I don't know what they look like in real life. Mm-hmm. So um, in the picture, they look okay, but um, yeah. but if they, they don't. They don't can be get afraid. a little. They can be get a little busy. So it's just paint. You can always unpaint it. Um, she asked about decorating her fireplace. Um, the first thing that people usually do is say, let me go get a mirror to put over my fireplace. She does not want to be doing that because where the fireplace is, what it across from it is just drywall. So the mirror is going to do nothing but reflect drywall that's across the way. Mm-hmm. So we could do like the wreath that okay. we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have those baskets. I've used oh, them a like couple of times. Basket. To back go baskets mm-hmm. um that would be nice kind of nicely sized too yeah. for this does yeah. she want something dark or does she want something light the, the background is work. dark it's stone um, mm-hmm. it's it's like a kind of a darker stone i think the tobacco basket could work even though the stone is dark it's just textural and then mm-hmm. i would recommend hanging like two candle sconces because there's no electric there two candle sconces on either side of that art or that tobacco basket. So mounting that on the stonework. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can okay. mount that right on there. That's pretty easy. Cool. Um, oh. Does it have cords hanging down? No, candle. It? Candle sconce. Uh, not an electric. Yeah, not, not electric. Mm-hmm. Got just it. Just a candle that you okay. can just I'm like, how do you do light that? any time. She asked about uh, putting the sofa up against that one solid wall at the end of the long rectangular room. Yes. What do you think? Because that's so far away from the middle fireplace. Is that okay? I would not recommend that at all. Um, one side of the room is weighted with the kitchen, and I would weight that other long plain wall with a built-in. Um, oh, because do. we don't know if this is a family room or not. She didn't mention a TV, mm-hmm. but if it's a family room or a living room where they want to watch TV, they can either put a TV in that built-in, or they can just have a built-in with extra storage mm-hmm. for, for whatever they want they can have a dry bar but yeah. i think to wait the room the yeah, kitchen on something. one end the fireplace in the middle the built-in on the other wall yeah, is a good way to approach that mm-hmm. um and it makes the room feel a little it elevates the room 
And it definitely looks deep enough for her to have the fireplace, I mean, the sofa facing the fireplace or to have seating facing it, doesn't it? It, it yeah, sort of. so that's one of the arrangements that I had. I had um, a sofa facing the fireplace. Um, that she can walk behind? That they can walk behind or they can potentially push the sofa all the way back towards the sunroom and do a console table behind it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and not walk behind it. Um, again, depending on the size of the room, you could do back-to-back sofas, one with a seating arrangement facing the kitchen, one with a seating arrangement facing the, the wall unit. In, the built, uh-huh. So would you, you would push that to where maybe the front edge of the sofa facing the kitchen is where? You know what I mean? Like where's the... Centered the back-to-backs, the where are they? The back-to-backs are centered on the fireplace. Mm, okay. That's so one's cool facing idea. the kitchen and maybe two chairs okay. looking towards the kitchen, and one's facing the built-in and Got two it. chairs facing that way. Mm-hmm. I imagine that would be nice for entertaining because even, like, she could be cooking dinner and the kids could be playing on the couch facing you kind of thing. Yeah. Or if you had friends, they could If, if there's a TV, they're going to be facing the TV. Yeah, and then the chairs, <laughs> yeah. I would suggest swivel chairs if mm-hmm. there is a TV mm-hmm. over there because then they can spin around. Yeah, Good true. Idea. But if if they have, um, you know, you mentioned not maybe not putting bar stools because there's a range in, yes. the, in the island. So if you had a sofa facing the kitchen, mm-hmm. that could be where if you have people that want to kind of chat with you, mm-hmm. right? they could sit in the seating area closer to the kitchen I love that. You, can, the you can separate the sofas with um the back-to-back sofas we can separate them with like a narrow console table with some mm-hmm. lamps, some lamps on it just to yes. break them up a little bit so you know you're in the kitchen cooking and i'm talking to you and you're over here watching um tennis or whatever SpongeBob. and spongebob <laughs> uh-huh. unfortunately yeah that's my ex-husband's favorite show oh no <laughs> that's what you picked karen <laughs> that was one of the reasons is that why, why he an ex, he's an ex yeah anymore. Um, so, <laughs> SpongeBob. I pulled that out soon. of nowhere. <laughs> so you can spin around in your mm-hmm. chair and watch SpongeBob if you're uh-huh. not facing that yes. sofa. Mm-hmm. I right. love that um, idea. That's fun. Yeah. Slipper chairs are really good to use. The armless, narrow. Yeah. Great. Um, I think she can get in a sofa, two regular size chairs, and two slipper chairs. In the arrangement where the sofa is facing the fire. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there's a few ways to work it. Um, one of the things I would suggest is not to be in a hurry to decorate it right away. Right. Yeah. So sort of, she said they're just getting ready to move in. I would sort of say, why don't you live in this mm-hmm. place for a month or two? And what you think you might want to do could be very different than what you ultimately want to do. Right. right. And then there's no rework if you realize, oh, I mm-hmm. wish I hadn't bought that sectional or we should use this room, have a wet bar and um, a TV in here instead of just as a, a formal living room right. or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Right. Um, I always recommend living in that space first um, for a little while if you can. If you can, yeah, yeah, and, and not not everybody can, but let That's it great. let it evolve if if it helps. And well, use our room planner. Yeah, do it'll help. We you. say it again and again, but you can at least put the dimensions in because we don't have the dims, and that way you can see if the sofas will fit. And um, yeah, before you make and we mistakes. actually we sell an apartment sofa 
That's it's not a love seat, but it's not a full size sofa. That's so perfect for back to back or right. smaller spaces. Um, yeah, yeah. And that way she can walk, you know, because that way that leaves her a little bit more walking space on right. either side. So sure. She has to be really careful with the clearances. I think, uh, you know, from the front door in and from the kitchen to that wall unit wall, we'll call it. You need like at least thirty six inches in all of your. Right, on either Track side. Yeah. Yeah. So if she can keep that in mind while she goes along, that mm-hmm. would be good. What else do we answer? And all she- of our sofas are comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Suggestions on brands. Ballard. <laughs> Ballard. Uh-huh. Styles that are comfortable. The Mathis one is super comfortable. I just bought that. I was going to say the sad part is I have only... Um, one thing I would say... Well, of course, and, you like the Mathis because you just ordered the Mathis. Yeah. I will say that I really like the Hartwell because it has a pretty low back. And so since you'll want to be kind of oh, looking over nice, yeah. it, a low uh, back, you know, might be kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we do that arrangement with the back-to-back sofas, yeah. you wouldn't want them to be too high. Be too high. Yeah. Um, and okay. then I'm assuming, I know you guys have all the performance fabrics. Yes. So Lots of several yes. options. Like, I don't spec anything that doesn't have a performance fabric anymore because there's so many good ones. Yeah, you don't there's need yeah, to, right? to like, worry. people stress out. Right. Mm. right. Did our velvets launch? Yeah, we have our um, performance, performance velvets. velvets. Yeah. Mm. Talk about luxurious. Yummy. I'm going to have to check those out. Check it out. Right? Who wouldn't want velvet if you knew it was going to perform too? I don't know if I want velvet in Florida. Do you want velvet in Florida? Oh, no, not her. Okay, sorry. Just in general. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Tara. Oh, she was asking Sorry, Tara. Not for you. But in general. Generally speaking. Also wanted to know if she was using this fireplace or not. When did she say she was in Florida? She was talking about, like, what should she do with the fireplace? on an acre and. Um, Merritt Island, Florida. Yeah, she's so not using it. If you're not using it, I would put in some birch logs. It's like a big dark hole right now, and take mm, that that's... take that screen off. Great if you're never tidbit. burning anything, yes. right. put some birch logs in. Cute. Put some driftwood in. Something you know. Have you seen when people cute. would do those big round spheres, like mm, concrete those cool spheres? Yeah. Those are yeah. cool. Yeah, those the ones. Fireballs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cannonball things? I mm-hmm. love those. Those are cool. They're going into my project right now. Oh, See? oh yep. nice. Yeah. Oh, well, how fun, Tara. Thank you for writing yeah. in. Yes. Congrats on your new house. And thank you for listening. And thank you for listening. <laughs> Lisa, will you tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, see your work? Yes. Um, <laughs> you don't oh, have That to. was a question for me. Uh, my website, obviously, is www.lisafury.com. And you can find me on Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, Hal's, and on your newsstands. There oh, you go. Yes. Better yes, congrats kitchen. on Wait, all your... Beautiful kitchens beautiful and baths, kitchens. cottages and bungalows. Um, there. Southern Living Home Plans. That's yes. so neat. A couple of other ones have been floating around. It was Excellent. a good year. Yeah, it was good a good girl. year. It was a good Congratulations. Year. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. Well, You've congrats. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> Go take a nap. I'm tired. We're but, almost uh, done. This was really fun. So what else? Thank you for joining us. That's yes. All. That's Thank it. you for having yes. me. Yes. Yeah. I hope right, we meet again show. sometime. Oh, we will. Yes. If you're in Atlanta... Give us a call and we'll and we'll we'll be insta stalking yeah. you now. Yes, of course. Please do. We do and, that. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have bad dreams tonight about that whole SpongeBob thing. <laughs> <laughs> Got me in a really bad mood. Uh-oh. <laughs>
All right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app. We would love to read it. And of course, subscribe to the show so it downloads straight to your phone. The show notes for each episode are at howtodecorate.com slash podcast and follow us on social media. And very exciting news. The How to Decorate podcast is now a skill on your Alexa. That's right. So you can just ask Alexa to play the How to Decorate podcast after you go and enable it under the skills on Amazon.com. Yes. Super easy. Super easy. Tell Alexa to play the How to Decorate podcast and your life will be so much happier. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, happy decorating. decorating.